0: Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues.
1: The COVID crisis in India is now at epidemic or pandemic proportions. 414,000 new cases discovered in one day. Here's how we are helping people on the ground. Audrey Beckett will explain.
0: Former Navy chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name.
1: following in the news how they are now having a crisis. In a country of 1.2 billion people, last Thursday alone, in one day, there was a record setting, I'm gonna read the number here, 414,188 brand new infections. And those are just the ones they know about. The, the ones that uh, are going unreported could be in, you know, triple or quadruple that number, up to a half million people could be unreported as having COVID and now up to a quarter million people in India have already died of the virus. The Indian government is failing to be honest to address the problem and here's why. Did you know one of the largest pharmaceutical companies in the world is in Delhi and they're manufacturing vaccines for everybody else, but not for, the own, for their own Indian people. The governments of China, Europe, America have purchased vaccines that were made in India, but the Indian government has declined to do that for their own people. Only 19 million cases, uh, 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 vaccination supplies have been purchased for the uber wealthy in India, maybe the Brahmin class are getting access to the vaccine but the Modi government and the BJP are failing to distribute other cases or even purchase them. They may be fixing it by now, but uh, they are under severe criticism for their failure to address the COVID crisis. Our ministry, pray in Jesus' name, has been active in supporting the poor people in India for almost a decade. And today on our show, we have a guest who's been working there for, gosh, almost 30 years now, Audrey Beckett leads org. Audrey, welcome to the program. How are you today? Thank you, I'm very good. So where where is Orissa? You, you've been, you, tell me your story. How did you get interested in India? How long ago?
2: Well, since I was a little girl, I've been interested in India. My aunt lived there for 50 years, and so I used to pray for India, and then I would send money over to help the little girls in India. As a child? As a child, Wow. yeah. And so then, As I grew up, my love for India was still very strong. And when I was in India in 1995, um, we were on the border of Andhra Pradesh and Orissa. And some of the people in our team were arrested and put in jail in Orissa. And so the Lord, I was praying for their release. They got released, took about a week. And in that process, the Lord said to me, I want you to go into Arissa and help the people in Arissa." And so that started my work in, in uh, 1995 in Arissa.
1: So Arissa is one of the poorest states, the, one of the most Hindu, the most rural. They right. don't have a lot of industry, they don't have a lot of money, right. but there are starving and even persecuted Christians. It's in the northeast uh, quadrant of the state. If you draw, you know,
2: uh, uh, it's, it's on the ocean. Right, it's uh, right on the Bay of Bengal there. The Bay of Bengal. Just down from Calcutta. And so, at West Bengal and Calcutta. It's the next state down on the Bay of Bengal. So instead of di-
1: diversifying your efforts all around India to try and help all 1.2 billion people, you've, you've been very focused in making a big difference in a smaller number of people. Exactly. And so you've helped build a pastors network there. Yes. There are literally hundreds of pastors serving thousands of Indian impoverished
2: people because of your charity. Right, right. And, well, and the Indian people, you know, they are very spiritual. And so they're interested in what does the Bible have to say? They're curious. They want to know what Christmas is all about, what Easter is all about. And so you have a chance to share with them about Jesus. And so yeah. we've started a lot of home fellowships, which have really been wonderful during this COVID. We've been praying for people. We've seen people healed. We've seen people not get COVID. Yeah. we've There's a lot of fear. And so we've been able to <clears throat> pray and bind that spirit of fear, which has been so prevalent in India and in this country.
1: And, and although the Christian population in Orissa, in especially in the cities, is under maybe one uh, yes. percent. In the rural countryside, it's been as high as thirty percent because yes. uh, the the Baptist missionaries, long before we came along, were right. were very active in in preaching the gospel to the farmers in the countryside. So so I'm active there. I've been there twice. Right. Uh, we give perhaps a tithe of our funds, our operational budget goes to you, it, yes. not to you, but but you send 100% of it over to India. I do. You don't keep a dime for yourself. No. And you're just pouring out your life to support the pastors on the ground who are now s- serving. I'm just gonna give some numbers here and then let Good. you explain, right? Yes. We have been funding for the last eight years uh, up to 300 orphans and children in 12 pastor centers and two orphan houses in particular, Uh, one is with with nomadic families whose parents are beggars, but these children now get a free meal every day. Uh, And also some of the orphans of dead pastors we've been sponsoring through one of the orphan houses that we we have 45 girls uh, who get everything from A to Z, um, all their needs are met and some of them are getting a college education now. Mm -hmm. On top of those 300 kids, we've now begun eight slum kitchens Yes. going into eight different slums where their parents are unemployed, there's a lockdown because of COVID, the children are not able to go to school and they're starving. Yeah. So we're gonna show some pictures here uh, of children who are able to eat because we've sponsored another 400 kids in eight slums. Here's the good news. Exactly. We just got a $60,000 matching grant for you, the viewing audience, to double the number of slum kitchens from eight to 16. So instead of just feeding 700 kids like we've already been doing, we could be feeding 1,100 children every day in some of the poorest slums in one of the poorest states. During the COVID crisis lockdown, we need you to get on the phone right now and call us at 866 GOD to pledge your matching gift. Everything you give will be doubled. We'll send 100% of it to India. Please call us right now, 866 GOD. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Operators are standing by to receive your donation. If it's earmarked for India, we'll send 100% and we'll match and double it. Audrey, what is this really doing for them?
2: Right, well, it's very exciting because these children are in slum conditions in <clears throat> the city of Bhubaneswar, in Barrampur, in some of the other larger cities. And the parents in most of these slums work as housewives, you know, they take care of um, the houses of the rich people and they can't go to work.
1: I wanna show some of these children eating. There's little plates in the street in the dirt where these kids are able to eat because of your
2: work. Yes, well, and it's pastors in those slums that are taking care of the children and also they're tutoring, helping them with their schoolwork. You know, all the schools have been closed. And so the kids really, can't do their, their school, it's very tough to do their school work alone. And so when they, after they finish eating, we do the noonday meal, then they help them with tutoring, they do songs, they, they do physical education, they do whatever they can do. Um, and we've given masks to all the children, of course, and so when they're not eating, they're wearing the masks. And this when is they're while they're the schools group. are shut
1: down from schools COVID. Schools are
2: shut down, yes. Yeah. And so it's really important um, and and the children are so appreciative and their parents are
1: appreciative. And here's one of the pastors who, who is, we've actually printed a thousand children's Bibles. Yes. Where the pastors, after the kids eat, they also get a Bible lesson. It they might do. be, you know, Jonah and the whale. It might be Daniel in the lion's den. It might be the
2: story of Jesus. Exactly, yes. And they also, at the same time that they're hearing those stories, they're also learning songs about Jesus, which is a wonderful way with kids to get the message across.
1: We're also serving uh, widows. We're gonna take a short break. You'll you'll see a commercial here about the widows we serve in in India. Please call us with your best pledge right now, 866-Obey-God. We'll be right back.
0: Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News.
1: I'm Dr. Chaps, Jesus said in Matthew 24 that famine would be a sign of the end. And we are now facing a famine of biblical proportions in one of the poorest states in India, where our charity has sponsored up to 259 orphans and children for many years. But now, there are thousands of people starving in the streets because of the unemployment there. And we've been helping widows, like the letter we received from Sanuri, who writes to us and says, I stay with my three children in the slum. I was washing plates in the hotel and earning bread for my family, paying house rent. Suddenly I lost my income. After hotels were closed by the government, this was a shocking moment for me. Afterward, we could manage eating half a meal a day to manage a scanty ration for longer days. When there was no ration left for my family, I was quietly weeping outside with agony. An unknown fellow came and asked whether I am a widow. I said, yes. He wrote my name and address and asked me to collect ration from your office. I got that ration with joyful tears. I strongly believe that God helps the helpless during troubled times through benevolent people. You know, the benevolent people she's talking about are you. and your generosity, when you give through our ministry, is actually helping her to see God. Would you please donate today at 866-Obey-God. Again, our phone number, 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. And help us supply a matching gift. We've already given up to $10,000 to supply 100,000 meals. And there's somebody out there who could double that gift with one stroke of a pen. Please donate through our website, PrayInJesusName.org and designate your gift to India Relief. Please give today.
0: Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is
1: Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by Audrey Beckett, who leads friendsoforisa.org. We encourage you to donate directly to her if you don't wanna call us, uh, but, but if you call us, we'll make sure the money also gets directly to friendsoforisa.org. Uh, as we said, we have a matching pledge of $60,000 If you will help us give, maybe you can give $1,000 today. We need 60 people like you to to double that gift so that we can double the number of slum kitchens. We've already been funding eight slum kitchens feeding 400 children. We could have another eight slum kitchens feeding, this is every day, seven days a week, another 400 kids on top of the 300 orphans and kids, up to 1,100 children. This ministry is feeding every day in Orissa, India, because we tithe a portion of our operations budget to Audrey Beckett and Friends of Orissa. Audrey, tell us about the pastors who are out there caring for these children.
2: Well, we have pastors and we also have social workers. So, it's important to not only be telling them about Jesus, but also, they go into their homes they find out what the situation is are there other things we can do we've helped with medicine we've helped with some food packages for the families we've helped with praying with them you know a lot of people are very frightened during this covid-19 pandemic yeah and jesus provides the answer to fear and 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 sickness. And yeah. so we've seen people healed, we've seen that spirit of fear cast out. Yeah. And and they're able to go about their normal life and and and, and not be under this cloud, this spirit of fear.
1: Yeah. But but in a lot of these slums the parents. Who, you know, they they would normally have maybe 30% unemployment. Now they have up to 70% unemployment because in a lot of these slums, people are unable to go to clean houses. Sometimes they would work for rich people. Now they're being banned and and forced to stay home without food, without money, without income, and their children are starving, so we are feeding them. Right. Tell me also about, we're gonna go on to these wells. We're also digging wells, because some of these people um, are unable to bring water or the landlord who, who has the well in a distant village is not allowing access to our Christian families. Sometimes the women have to walk two and three miles to get water. What is happening to the persecuted Christians who are being denied water access?
2: Well, last year we really became aware of this more you know there's always been persecution but not to the level of what it is now and so last season um september we learned of 153 families that had been physically cast out of their villages about eight villages they were cut off from the wells denied any water and and beaten because they follow jesus because they follow jesus they were newly Um, They newly became followers of Jesus and those villages kicked them out. So they stayed on the outskirts of the villages as close as they could get and squatted on government land. But there's no wells out there, there's no water, and there was no way that they could plant or, or make a living. A lot of them were day laborers in other people's fields and they wouldn't employ them. So we came in before the monsoons started and provided seed, and we started with vegetables, with cauliflower, which is a product that you can, not only is nutritious for you, but is saleable in the markets. And so they grew cauliflower, we helped them, and, and the monsoons provide most of the agricultural in India. They don't have much irrigated land.
1: So here are these Christian families kicked out of their own village They don't have access to wells. They don't have access to to land. They're squatting on government land essentially. Exactly. Without water. And we're giving them seeds to plant cauliflower. Yes. We're giving them wells. We just uh, pledged for $6,000, if somebody would would donate $6,000, we can dig 15 new wells at about 400 bucks a piece. So to, to give them local access, so the women don't have to walk two miles and beg the Hindu landlord next door for access to the water, which they're being denied. Now they have their own water. Thanks to you, you the viewing audience, you the donors. This is so exciting to me because persecuted Christians are able to feed their own families. Now, what's happening with these seeds? They're growing so much food
2: they can now feed their Hindu neighbors that kicked them out. Well, they are are sharing um, some of the food. They sell some in the market, some they eat, and some they share. And for the first time, they've been able to set up little small bank accounts. They've been able to help get some school supplies for their children. And they have enough to get seeds for the next harvest so that they're not beholden <clears throat> to money lenders. Money yeah. lenders are at 25% interest plus.
1: And we have a rotating loan account that's interest free. Yes. Where the, the Christian farmers, they borrow to, to get the seed money Then after they harvest, they give back to the revolving fund so that other families can borrow to get the seed money and it's multiplying.
2: Exactly, we just started that this last year and these persecuted Christians paid back to the fund. Now we have another almost 200 families that we have found out that are persecuted in more remote areas and different areas of Arissa. So now it's 350 families that we are helping to oversee they've never grown vegetables before wow and this is providing a cash crop for them for the first time they'd grown rice rice is the main crop in yeah. india and most of them have not had their own land they've just been laborers now we are trying to get the india government has a provision that you can apply to be able to um take over land that you are growing crops on if wow. it's just excess government land.
1: So wait a minute, the, the Christians are kicked out of the villages, now they're squatting on government land, and if we just paid for a lawyer, they could apply to own the government
2: land that they're, they're harvesting. Right. Up to, they, they provide enough to build a house on, and then they will let them use the land that they're doing the crops on. But yeah. they can homestead. For a little piece of land, so that they own it, and they can then build some kind of a hut or a house. They build it out of maybe mainly bamboo or other um, uh, wood, you know, that they can find, and cover it with plastic. This tarps is amazing. And, we need money for lawyers in India. <laughs> I mean, right. This is Well, just, we hired one. Yeah. Yeah. That started the process. But of Look, course, he can only do so much. Let's take a short break.
1: Your pledge can help match the $60,000 gift we already have pledged to this work. Please call us right now at 866-Obey-God and give your best gift. Let's take a short break, more with Audrey Beckett. Dr. Chaps will
2: be right back with more PIJN News.
1: The Bible says this in James 1, that pure religion before God and the Father is to visit orphans and widows in their trouble. You know, we have been sponsoring up to 259 orphans and children in one of the poorest states in India for many years, but now there is a famine of biblical proportions happening because of the unemployment there. We are sponsoring people who otherwise cannot feed themselves. We've given over $10,000 to feed up to 100,000 meals to the poorest of poor in one of the poorest states in the world. We need your support. We need your financial contributions. Can you help us? There's somebody out there watching who could give $1,000 or even $10,000 toward a matching gift for what we have already provided. Please donate today. PrayInJesusName.org is our website, or you can call us at 866-ObeyGod. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please help us feed the poor today. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my brand new product, my slippers
0: Here is Dr. Chaps.
1: Welcome back. I'm Dr. Chaps. Uh, we're going to have Audrey on again uh, on a future show where she's going to talk about turmeric mills and and expanding the kingdom of God economy, where we're not just giving free handouts, right? This is not. Uh, give a man a fish this is teach a man to to farm they're 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 actually uh, multiplying the seed that is sown we're literally giving them vegetable seeds and now they're enhancing the marketplace there's a whole sales force that is going on uh, and it's all run through the pastors through the churches. Audrey explain how the pastors are central to each of these little enclaves
2: well um all of it is w- with these house churches that we've started these leaders and pastors are are the ones that are taking these people under their wing, the new people that have decided to follow Jesus. And they're not becoming Christians. They're becoming followers of Jesus. And yeah. they're reading the Bible and they are seeing what Jesus did and they're going and doing the same. So with their little bit of money that they have, they're helping their neighbor. Every time when they meet, they not only pray for their neighbors, but they also take up a little bit of offering, whatever they've got, and they then use it to help or bless the family that's in the greatest need. This
1: is like the multiplication of food when Jesus was on the hillside. He, he did it twice, right? That we yes. read. He probably did it more than that, but 5,000 people were fed with a little boy's fish and loaves. Yes. And that's what you're doing. You're giving a little bit of seed, and suddenly, hundreds, maybe thousands of people are gonna be able to eat from this. It's
2: absolutely amazing. And when the cyclone came along the coastal area last year, last winter, um, the 30 of these leaders of these home groups all got together and we were able to provide tarps through your generosity. And we covered their mainly huts. We held them together with these tarps so that they weren't in the monsoon rains. It's the only yeah. place that they have.
1: We have one image here of a family uh, little, live, living in a mud hut, but we put a tarp over it to keep them out of the rain. Right. We did that for hundreds of, of even non-Christian families hundreds. are receiving. Yes. You can see in the upper left corner we did here
2: Hindu families and Christian
1: families. A, a little tarp that actually we we did we've done hundreds of those tarps. Yes. To give them a roof over their little hut not just for the Christians, but the Christian pastors are going door to door and helping their Hindu neighbors. Some of the same ones who had persecuted them before and we're now blessing those who hated us?
2: Yes. That is the gospel. Almost 50% of them are Hindu and the other 50 are Christian. Thank God. Because they're mixed villages and all of them suffered terribly. We took food packets also but it's so important. And the (laughs) wells, I wanna tell you more about the wells, because the wells- We're gonna have to do that on
1: tomorrow's show, but but today we have just one minute left. Would you appeal to our audience and, and maybe say a prayer?
2: Yes. Father, I'm so thankful that we as the body of Christ understand THAT WE NEED TO COME TOGETHER AND HELP OUR BROTHERS AND SISTERS IN INDIA AND IN OTHER COUNTRIES. AND FATHER, I AM SO GRATEFUL THAT YOU ARE THE GOD THAT LOVES US AND PROVIDES FOR US. FATHER, I AM JUST, (laughs) I JUST PRAISE YOU AND WORSHIP YOU THAT YOU CARE ABOUT EACH ONE OF US INDIVIDUALLY. YOU KNOW OUR NAMES, YOU KNOW THE HAIR ON OUR HEAD, AND FATHER, AS WE CALL ON YOUR NAME, YOU PROVIDE. And you provide through people. And so I'm just so thankful for each and every one that has chosen to participate with us to help these people. And we just ask for your blessing and for your... We just just thank you for your blessing. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: Amen. You can donate directly to friendsofarissa.org or... You can give through us, and we'll send 100% of your designated gift. Call us right now at 866-ObeyGod. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. We have a $60,000 matching grant. Your gifts will be doubled and sent. Uh, We need $6,000 to dig 15 new wells. Please call us right now at 866-ObeyGod. We'll see you next time. The Bible says this in James 1, that pure religion before God and the Father is to visit orphans and widows in their trouble. You know, we have been sponsoring up to 259 orphans and children in one of the poorest states in India for many years, but now there is a famine of biblical proportions happening because of the unemployment there. We are sponsoring people who otherwise cannot feed themselves. We've given over $10,000 up to feed up to a 100,000 meals to the poorest of poor in one of the poorest states in the world. We need your support. We need your financial contributions. Can you help us? There's somebody out there watching who could give a $1,000 or even $10,000 toward a matching gift for what we have already provided. Please donate today. Prayinjesusname.org is our website. Or you can call us at 866-ObeyGod. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please help us feed the poor today.